everybody, Andrew Perry from the Daily Reel, live from the MyPTN Studios with Matthew Santagapolo. What's up, man? How's it going? Thanks for coming down. I appreciate it. All the way from London, Ontario. Lovely London, Ontario. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Did you say former city? My former city? The Forest City. I thought you said the former city, because I, I went to college there. Oh, did you? Yeah, I lived on uh, Thurman Circle. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So if you're familiar with so uh, Thurman Circle. Uh, no, but interestingly enough, I did get chirped from a cop one day. We were sitting in um, the garage, you know, blaring tunes. Yeah, sitting on the couch uh, on the roof. And uh, a cop came up to me, and he's like, he's like, whoa, would you turn down the music, Flock of Seagulls? I guess I had like my hair like up because I was really hungover from the night before. But really yeah, nobody like wants that. to be called yeah. the singer from Flock of Seagulls. Well, I guess the whole band had the long hair, right? Yeah. Anyways, look, thanks. We got new mugs on the show, courtesy of Matt. I appreciate it. You're welcome. And you brought a friend with you. Yeah. Who's that? We got Carlin or Van Bun. He's part of our creative team. Yeah. So he's kind of the behind the scenes. I don't know. What are you? Video guy, blog creative dude. I'm not really sure. We're moving in a million <laughs> directions, so he wears many hats. Yeah. What, when did you uh, When did you hire him? Two years ago. About that. Yeah, I think because when I when I two added years ago, yeah, give or, give or take a couple months. Okay. Because when I think when I added you to Facebook, you had already started doing the videos and everything like that. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, uh, we're gonna have uh, Matt's links somewhere. Uh, in the description, and you can go check out all his videos. It's really amazing the consistency um, and the brand that you've created. Santa sells. Santa knows best. Um, how did that? Well, I know how you kind of thought about that. It's right in your name, but yeah, when did that, how name, did that come right? to be? Um, so I guess long story short, um, how the whole Santa piece got pulled into it is, I want to say, I bet you. Eight or nine years ago, yeah. I actually started uh, branding my, w uh, uh, creating my brand um, name more around the city of London. And uh, somebody that I went to high school with, oddly enough, sent me a Facebook message and they're like, I see what you're doing and I think you're screwing it up. And I was <laughs> like, okay, tell me more. And so then we kind of went back and forth and I said, listen, what's, what's a lot easier is why don't we just go grab coffee? Cause clearly there's a conversation to be had here. So we went and had coffee yeah. and she's like, I gotta be honest. I think you're screwing up because who can really use Santa for branding? Mm -hmm. You can't, right? Like no. it just, it wouldn't work. It right. creates, it creates a lot of confusion. And some people are confused. It's like Santa sells houses. Santa knows best. Like what's the Santa bit? My last name's Santa Gapita. Oh, I get it. It's yeah. done, or people who know me, it make they make the connection quick and it works. Right. Um, so then I hit the brakes and then started doing the whole Santa brand part, and it's still kind of, I mean, it's fun. Um, if you have kids, it's dangerous because some people they'll call me Santa, they'll answer the phone, hey Santa. <laughs> yeah. And if you got kids in the room, it's Bonkerville. Yeah. Wait, who is he talking to? I spilled that cup of milk last night. Yeah. Don't tell me she reported that. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. So, I mean, <coughs> w w you have a, as you mentioned earlier on, you've got a ton of stuff in the works. But so yeah. w what kind of other content, what, what kind of types of content are you putting out right now? Uh, well, before we do that. Okay. And actually, this ties into that, actually, because right. 
So we brought uh, something special, and we are going to enjoy oh, one of these on air. So these are fritters, okay? Real fritters, not like a donut fritter. This is a real Dutch fritter from the Fritter Shop in London. Okay. We met Calvin doing our Business of the Week segments. Okay. So that's where we go around the city and explore small, medium businesses, try and highlight what they're doing, and help give them legs because when you can go and explore the city and you're not just, call it, tied to one pond, so to speak, yeah. um, you can help bring exposure uh, to these companies. So, totally, I agree. Uh, here are all the flavors. There's what, two, four, six, eight, 10, 12, and then seasonal. Oh, uh, pumpkin wow. happens in the fall, and there's one thing we don't allow oh, wow. is pumpkin. Um, that's okay, so apple. So then the heart one is lemon. So then what is, like, what's a fritter then? It's if a, it's not a donut. It's a frickin' delicious Dutch, Dutch pastry. It is. Okay, so what is this one? That's apple. What is this one? Do you know? Should I'm I not just, sure. Should, is, should we just bite into it? I know that's lemon because I think it looks like a heart. Okay. Might be. I okay. don't know. They're all right here. They're all delicious. Do you want me to try this now? Yeah. Yeah, okay, chili like eat right. one. Okay. I'm going to try this one because I'm not a big lemon guy. I ate like three on the drive-in. They're addictive. Some that's people delicious. have been known to, to pick up half a dozen and by the time they get to their car, they're gone. They're gone? Carlin oh does that. Oh my gosh. I could almost... I, you know, I imagine them when they're so fresh, but this is so good. <coughs> yeah, we had to we had to drive, right? So some of the heat is lost, clearly. That's really good. I'll try not to like chew like so close to the yeah. microphone, but um, I'm not gonna have one. Like those YouTube videos? Have you those YouTube videos? Have you ever seen that? Which one? What do you I mean? forget what they're called, but people are like eating. Oh, and they're yeah. Hey, good morning. Yeah. This is Andrew from the Daily Real Podcast. Coming at you super quiet. <laughs> that's <laughs> you know creepy. I mean? I'm going to put this back. That, that's amazing. That's really good. So, I mean, I kind of did the same. Give them a plug. Give them a plug while we're here. Where well, yeah. You? So, I mean, so we brought you fritters from the fritter shop. They're also connected to the Dutch baker. Is it? I always forget. The mm. Dutch baker is what the other, his dad's bake shop's called. Yeah. Um, and it's Calvin. It's super Calvin. awesome dude. Uh, young guy, really trying to do a different twist cool. on traditional Dutch pastries. Yeah. You know um, what? I, I awesome love guy. that. I love that. I love how there's so many younger people getting into their own business. I don't know if like entrepreneurship is like the cool thing now. Or I think some just, of it is. Right? Yeah. Like it is. Like, let's be honest. I mean, like, yeah, everybody right now wants to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. Like and I mean, some people should be, probably some people shouldn't, <laughs> shouldn't be, like, yeah. but it is exciting. I find it. Yeah, like exciting. a friend of mine's getting, um, he just started, he got his own rental space and he just started making vegan gelato. Yeah, why not? Right? Like, there's a lot of vegans. Get, where did you get that? Like, I just, yeah, you know what? I'm going to make ice cream today. Well, gelato, but you know what I mean? But it's like, so vegan, like. It's huge. There's, yeah, oh, it's massive. But My wife's vegan. Okay, can vegans drink milk? No. How do you make gelato? I don't honestly, I don't even well, know. Well, gelato. Like, what is it? It's like fruit and <laughs> yeah. frozen water. So if Gabe, my wife, is watching, she'll get mad because I should know this because we have it all the time. And But I th- I don't know. I don't know. There's no like, milk. I have no there's idea. No milk. So there's no milk, so it's good it's for like vegans. It's like frozen, I don't know. Like you, but there's got to be water you in it. You blend the actual fruit, I yeah. think. Like, I don't know. And I really, it's more like, like a sorbet. Yeah. Right? Yep. I guess. Yeah. I also don't know what that is, no, but I, I know what it is. It's good. You know? 
<laughs> I know that. Yeah. So okay. So you started doing the um, you know highlighting businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know hopefully Calvin's not what, but what's your favorite one that you've seen so far? My favorite business? Yeah, the fritters or. Uh, the fritters are good. Yeah. <laughs> like we really like fritters. Um, yeah. you know what? That's a tough question. I don't, um, play favorites. No, we really don't. <laughs> we really don't. We try and we try and stay as diverse as we can I've when it comes to our business mm-hmm. of the week segment. We really do look at it. Like you don't want to get into like this, you know, wormhole of like, we're just doing restaurants and everybody loves food. Like that's an easy one to chase. It really is. Because you can show people food, and I mean, everybody will look at it, right? right. Um, but the, the whole premise of Business of the Week um, is kind of two things. One is it's we want to explore the city. Mm-hmm. So I have, a, I have a bit of a different belief of maybe what a realtor should be. A realtor is a connector. Yeah, That's my easiest way of explaining it. And I think our profession has lost that over the years. Because something called Google came around. Mm-hmm. And it's just been easier to look for a Google review, go to Yelp, do what, like, you That's know. Right. It, back in the day before, before we were, you know, inundated by all this awesome technology, realtors were some of the people that you would go to if it was like, I need an electrician, I need a plumber, yeah. I need a pool, I need a landscaper. Where do, I, where do I take my wife for my anniversary dinner? Like that kind of stuff. Like, That's right. And that's, I feel like that stopped, right? So, so kind of going with that philosophy of a realtor as a connector, part of that is making mm-hmm. sure we know exactly what's going on in our city. And when we started totally doing agree. the business of the week, I'll be honest with you, I realized I don't know anything about my city. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then when you start thinking about it and talking about it, it's also not a shock. If you're in a big city, how do you know, in, and let's say if you live in the West End, how do you know what's going on in the East End? And if you're in the right. East End, how do you know what's going on in the West End? Right. Because we don't get around as much as we maybe think we do. I mean, we, we put kilometers on our cars to go to work, yeah. but we don't really go around and like, hey, what's this new craft beer place? Hey, what's this new um, you know, bracelet shop? What's this new eco-friendly business? Like right. we, don't, we don't really go and explore as much as we mm-hmm. should. So we try and keep it as diverse as possible. Well, that's good. And we're it, having a blast. Like, it, it is a yeah, lot. No, I'm wa- well, I'm watching all the videos. It seems like you guys are having a ton of fun. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to see what Matt's up to now. Next. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. May your dreams all come true. Happy birthday to you. Refuse to promote, report on anything negative in the community. Hello everyone, my name is Jermaine Chambers and I'm very excited to tell you about the newest political and current affairs program coming here to Brampton. It's called On Point. The first step of true reconciliation 
is learning more about one another. Join us on Tuesdays from 4 p.m. to 5 p.m. as we discuss all the issues. I will never forget the trust you put in me. Municipal, provincial, federal, and any issue of national importance, we will talk about on On Point. So do join us. Okay, and welcome back. Thank you for sticking with us. Um, okay, so you know you're you're hitting your audience with business of the week, and um, that's just one small. Yeah. So what else are you doing in terms of uh, you know how you're engaging with your audience and Co your like community? Content wise, and yeah. We're talking content. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm trying to think. What is everything we do? So we do business of the weeks. We do best of London series. So uh, we will poll Londoners, um, you know, what's your favorite place to get nachos, chicken wings, barbershop, mm -hmm. literally, you know, plumbers, electricians, literally everything. Yep. Um, <coughs> sorry, I have, um, I have this throat thing that's been going on for a month. Um, we do reviews on neighborhoods. Yep. Um, I'm trying to even think, like, what... I feel like we're going a million miles. Like any yeah. little idea we get, we try and do. Those are probably right now our three biggest ones. Mm -hmm. um, the reason why we're kind of sticking to to that right now is you're going to start to see a little bit more chatter from us on this. We're um, yeah. we're we're in the middle of a rebrand. Oh, wow! I'm not going to talk about it too much, other than saying um, summer of this year we are going to be flipping the switch and we're going to be doing something that is. If you think what we're doing right now with Santa Knows Best is interesting, mm -hmm. this is going to blow your brains out. Oh, wow. Um, now I'm left here hanging. Yeah, here. You're, well, that's part of it, right? <laughs> um, very few people know the new name. Yep. Um, we have the logo done. Um, well, like a complete rebrand. Yeah. Like a complete rebrand. And we're talking, if people think we're doing a lot of content right now, we're mm -hmm. going to about 5x the content. Wow. Holy smokes. Yeah. How's that even possible? It's hard. Yeah. It's a lot of work. Well, you've got a, uh, like a team behind you guys, yes. right? We have a lot of people. So if you look at, so currently, I guess Santa Sells House's team, which is mm -hmm. like really the, the real estate side of things, and yep. then Santa Knows Best, which is also the real estate side of things. It's just a different name, but it's the same organization. Yeah. Um, we have three agents, dedi our own dedicated admin staff, our own dedicated marketing team, um, our own inside sales agents. So we have yep. two phone animals as we kind of oh, call them. Smokes. So they just man um, online leads for real estate is essentially what they man. So right. That's what we shoot for is we want a five minute response time to people because that's, of course. that's what the They'll just go somewhere else. window is. Or yeah, they're going to, yeah. you call somebody 30 minutes later, they have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, wait, what? You just, that, I that's looked how at we where? Are, right. <laughs> um, and then we also have a creative team. So we have actual content writers. Mm-hmm. So I guess really when you look at it, we're probably really in some way, shape, or form about 12, 12 of us. Uh, wow. Not everybody's full-time, obviously. Like right. a content writer, yeah. you don't really, we don't need a content writer 40 hours a week. But um, we have two that we um, use more consistently. And then mm -hmm. I think it's we have four, four to six that we can go for kind of like one-off piece works. More is like four. Um, and then now we're also starting to do more event coverage on things as well. So when there's events going on in the city, uh, like the beer and barbecue show was just on, mm -hmm. 
So we do little promos with uh, with these different companies now because we can get attention. Yeah. Like well, our our Facebook reach as an example, um, we t we cap out in a so Facebook measures in twenty eight day timeframes. Yeah, we cap out at one hundred and forty thousand. We can't really wow. as of right now. We haven't been able to push past that. Mm -hmm. um, fall of this year, I'm I will probably double that reach. That's crazy, and and I like how you're taking um, a true company approach to your business and mm -hmm. to your team where every company, every successful company, has multiple departments, each focusing on what they need to focus on and um, you know, providing that overall uh, experience for their audience. And uh, you don't see, I mean, you see a bunch of teams doing it, but I mean, nothing as organized and as efficient as I think you guys are doing it, for sure. Yeah, there's a, we probably put a lot more thought in the background yeah. that we probably don't talk about it as much. I mean, every everything we do, there's a reason for it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if you know, it's like you know, okay, you talk real estate. Like, why do we do articles on neighborhoods? We're indexing the city. Mm -hmm. No one's doing that, right? Um, people are using, you know, call it like platforms that are very easy and user friendly, like Facebook, Instagram. Snapchat, Twitter, YouTube, all of these things, right? People are using those, but they're not... Uh, the problem with just focusing on that that I see is that you're actually leaving a lot on the table. Right. Um, everybody needs to go kind of like divert back to, to what people started talking about, call it five to 10 years, depending on who you were talking to five to 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. A blog is a digital asset. So when you look at what we do, we put everything on our blog first and then we generally push it out from there. Right. Because at the end of the day, if you just go to Facebook and now this is hard because I don't have time to do it. The only reason we can do this is because we're a team, yeah. right? Uh, single agents is very difficult to pull this off unless you want to work a million hours a week. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But we always focus as it's our content. It's our digital asset. So we want to be in full control. Right. <coughs> Like, what if the U.S. Senate shuts down Facebook tomorrow? Right. Completely agree. You'd lose everything mm. unless you have it someplace else. Now, you can always go and download stuff. And, yeah. I mean, that, you know, if you have video, you put it on YouTube and you've got another way. YouTube's an easy platform to actually share and host videos. But we want to own everything we create for yeah. 50 years. Well, absolutely. Until the internet blows up. Yeah, because we talked about that before because you're... You, you know, like guys like me, like you, we're spending a lot of money in the the content that we put out there. So video, um, you know, audio, everything that like the show, um, we're spending a lot of money on, um, on, on what we do and losing it to the algorithms of Facebook yep. is a big mistake. Yep. So after a ton of research, I'm like, how, how can I make the best of this content? Um, and, you know, obviously hitting all platforms, but you're right, like transcribing uh, the videos and putting them into blogs on your own website or maybe a secondary website yep. or a landing page or something like that. Something where it holds weight on, you know, Google and, and other search platforms, yeah. right? Well, where we struggle as realtors is we want instant gratification. Yeah. And that's yeah. just like programming DNA of a human being. Right. We just want instant gratification. And when you play the online game, I mean, you can have instant gratification if you have an unlimited pocketbook. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, everything is baby steps. Mm -hmm. Like where we are today, 
in our content and our business, we figure that we we're probably two years ahead of where we thought we would be, which which is shocking. Right. Shock, and and maybe five, like four. We're two years in, and we're where you know we're about year four or five on the on the plan is, oh, is where wow, we really that's are. Great. But it becomes an addiction. <laughs> that's why. It, yeah. It becomes an addiction, mm-hmm. right? Where it's you know. Like for the first little while, if like for a Monday market update, for instance, mm-hmm. if Monday was a holiday, we would still go and film. Right. We were just like, no, it's the Monday market update. We got to do it. Yeah. Now we're kind of being more lenient where it's like, okay, like at the end of the day, it's not a big deal if we do the Monday market update on on the Tuesday mm-hmm. because Monday was Canada Day or whatever it was. Right. Like people are or like, it's, it's okay. But you get addicted and paranoia kicks in mm-hmm. because you're like, the audience expects this to be a certain way. Mm-hmm. And I know there are, there are people that on Mondays, they expect the Monday market update. Right. Like I've gotten messages. If it's not out by three o'clock, I will get a message from, and not, we're not talking like 50 people, like maybe yeah. one or two. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, it'd be awesome if it was 50 people, <laughs> but it's one or two people. And they're like, dude, man, what do you like? Where's the market update? Yeah, it's coming. We got backlog today. Like, because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, even though we're doing all of these things, there's like the priority is always our clients and our clients right. in real estate. So it's always making sure that our buyers are taken care of and our sellers are taken care of. So at the end of the day, if we have a crazy busy weekend, and let's say we have four listings that sell, that could create a backlog on the Monday where it just delays us from getting certain things done. But at the end of the day. We are a real estate company. Mm -hmm. Our primary focus is always our clients. Um, And and you have to have that because if we don't have that, well, we can't do the creative. Mm -hmm. We can't do the content. We can't do all of these other things. So it's interesting. Yeah, no, I I agree. And and sometimes I, and I can relate as well because... Yeah. Like, like when you're doing all these things, videos, podcasts, uh, touring the town, taking clients out, you kind of drop the ball on some of the things that you need. Well, maybe not you, but I know I've dropped the it's ball hard. a couple of times where you're like, oh, shoot, you know, where am I going to make time for that or this? Uh, we're going to take a quick back uh, break and we're going to see you back here soon. With so many newspapers within the community, it's sometimes hard to tell what separates us from the rest. Most of the time, they all brag about the same thing. You know, the large circulations, tons of online views, and it can go on and on. But what really separates the Toronto Caribbean newspaper apart from everybody else? Well, it's simple. Our service. No, seriously. Hi, I'm Grant Browning, founder and CEO of the Toronto Caribbean newspaper. I have over 20 years of branding and marketing experience and I've worked with countless companies and corporations to do one thing and that is to raise their profits with their brand. With over 40 years of combined experience in branding and marketing, our amazing staff is fully prepared to sit down and figure out exactly what you need to stand out from your competitors. The reason why you don't see that anymore is because... The ad is too powerful, bring too much people. (laughs) So what are you waiting for? Give us a call today. We'll be happy to help. At Benjamin Law, we understand the real cost of personal injuries. As the victim of an accident, you may be the one who's physically hurt. But your main concern is that your family are the ones who will pay the price. 
Benjamin Law will be there for you, helping, supporting, and working tirelessly to resolve your personal injury case. Call 1-855-899-4878 or visit BenjaminLaw.ca and let our family of lawyers help your family. All right, and we're back. And over the break, we're talking about a really interesting concept um, about where the real estate industry is going. Um, it's it's no doubt that you've probably uh, you know seen the massive marketing um, machine that is a real estate team, or you know maybe you know a friend, or you know you've seen real estate teams in your own market. Um, but we were talking that that's really the future of real estate and where it's going. It is right. It's kind of that pendulum is, everything's a pendulum. It's the ebbs and flows of whatever market you're in. Mm. If you, let's rewind to the way real estate was when we were in diapers or not even born. Yeah, Okay. thanks. So we're talking <laughs> like, can't, I don't even know how old you are. I'm 39. 32. Okay, so this like year you're about. a hell of a lot younger than I am. But, but we're talking even like pre-me knowing yeah. what's going on, right? Yeah. Like soother and Bubba in the mouth kind of thing. Right. Um, <laughs> When you had, let's say, like a company like Canada Trust, for instance, used to be a real estate company, and it was structured a lot more the way corporate business was, where it wasn't independent contractors all marketing differently. It was the Canada Trust brand, mm -hmm. and then they got out of it. I don't know why they got out of it. That doesn't matter to yeah. me. It's just I only look at certain things. And then it became the whole independent contractor model, which we all love. Why? Because we want to sit in our underwear till noon for the most part. Yeah. For when you talk averages, yep. the average agent doesn't want to work an 80-hour work week. No. They don't. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. We're all entitled to do whatever we want. But the problem that we're seeing now is we think technology is making things easier. It's making it more complex. Mm -hmm. Because, and especially when you start going team against a single agent. I've been on listing appointments where it's our team against a single agent mm -hmm. and a single agent's marketing cannot compete with us because again, we can accomplish so much more. We yep. have more hands. We have more revenue to throw at. Things. Right. Revenue is the biggest thing. That's the biggest thing. Yeah, the one. cost of attaining business and even retaining business is it's going it's going through up. the roof. It's getting more it's getting more expensive every day. You know, when you start talking about, you know, advertising as an example or the marketing component to, you know, I'm going to get, I'm going to list your home. We're going to sell it for mm -hmm. top dollar with the fewest inconveniences and the least amount of time. Mm -hmm. Well, how do you do that and manage six social platforms? Mm -hmm. You can't. You can't. You can't do it. Not unless you sacrifice what your real job is. Mm -hmm. A realtor is just a fancy term. Sorry, we, can you throw a trademark symbol or whatever, the yeah. copyright <laughs> thing, right? We're not supposed to say that word. A sales representative or a broker who sells real estate. Right. Okay? <laughs> Our job is to lead generate and lead follow-up. That is it. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't sound sexy. Right. There's nothing sexy about that. Mm -mm. But that is our job. Especially when you're calling them in your underwear. Right. <laughs> Which I know some people who do. Yeah, yeah, true. I know some agents who have two beers before they cold call. Oh, geez. Just to loosen up. I don't. But you, yeah. you do what you need to do to get you to I where you so, need to yeah. go. That's right. right. Well, I mean, uh, like in, it's just w when it comes to competition and, and your ability to essentially get your name out there, get clients, lead gen, 
um, provide amazing service. You just can't compete with the teams because, as you said, they're they're not even if the even if you're making more money than the team, the team has more to lose to not do it than you because, yep. n- like you know, you're responsible for all these other different people, especially your existing clients and your yep. your employees and everything like that. And it's not just realtors now; you're employing. Uh, marketers, content creators, uh, ISAs, you know, people who, admin, people who expect an actual paycheck every every week, right? Like, I mean, five years from now, you're probably going to have to have somebody who does just VR stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't even know what that looks like, but it's coming. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And and especially with realtors, I find that we're, we're always looking for that next step to help grow our business. It's just you know what whose hands is it going to fall into yours or the bigger teams who yep. are going to take advantage of it yep. because by the time you've learned it and figured it out somebody has been and you're still working on your own business somebody on a big team has already hired somebody to really just focus on that one yep. avenue so it, it's really a crazy concept to think about um you know and, and i worry that some teams are doing it on such a large scale that they're losing the serviceability. Uh, not all large, yeah. not all large teams. Do not get me wrong, but it but can happen. S- but it can happen where yep. you're losing that service part of it uh, because you just have too much going on. Yep. But I've seen a lot of other teams that are doing a lot of business, but they're so on it because they've yeah. hired somebody to take care it, of all in the this. Uh, <coughs> <coughs> Sorry, no problem. In this type of market, like I, so London's one of the hottest markets in our country, right? Yeah. Okay, the last report that I saw, we were number two, second to Gatineau, which I would almost argue is not even really number one, and that sounds weird to say. It's like, well, they're right across from Ottawa. Yeah. So, like, it doesn't matter what's going on. It, like, that's our country's capital. It will always be fine, right? Yeah. Um, but we are seeing such an increase in business that I will tell you this right now, and I don't mind saying it, I just talking about it is what helps you kind of plug the hole. Yeah. I can almost guarantee your customer services drop because of it. Yeah. And, and why that is, is because, I mean, you put up a listing at a hot price point, I get, <laughs> we get 80 showing requests from agents, I get out of town agents calling me, paging me, because they don't understand how our systems work. Yeah. Then you get flooded with emails. Then you get flooded with realtor.ca leads. leads. Then you get flooded with all of targeted ads. And it's just when you normally would get maybe, let's say, 10 sign sign calls to, like, you know, put a term to it, you're getting 100. Yeah. So it's hard. And then from a business perspective, it's very difficult then to go and plug that hole because what do you do? Mm -hmm. Just run out and hire a random person to do it? Yeah. And make things worse. It, It could. Yeah. Right? It could because is this only going to last two months, three months, six months, one year? Mm-hmm. Um, we have a couple things going on where, I mean, in truth, we're going to need we're going to need about another f- five to eight sales reps with a couple projects that we're working on, um, and we will need, from an administrative standpoint, probably another two to three people. And yeah. we're talking in the next six months. Wow! And That's that crazy. keeps me up at night because mm-hmm. I do worry about it. I know how I'll act. I'll just work 24-7 yeah. until, until, I, until I'm sick and I can't talk and I can't walk and someone throws me in the hospital bed. I'm, just, I'm a workhorse. I just keep yeah. going. My wife, it'll drive her nuts. 
but I know who I am and I know how I am. So that's my paranoia comes from that. But it's a hard one to fix all the time because mm -hmm. you need the right type of person when it comes to handling, you know, white glove yeah. um, client care. Mm -hmm. And and truth, every client kind of has a bit of a different expectation of what that looks like. Because totally some agree. just want to talk to one person start to finish on everything. Mm -hmm. And that's not necessarily the most efficient way of doing things. I would tell you right, right. now, I'm not a paperwork person. Mm -hmm. I'm not. But I... I, I like love sales. I love doing the deal. Mm -hmm. That's what gets me up. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, it's nothing it's just it comes down to that burning desire to sell, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. It's exciting, right? That's that fire in the belly, but then it's like, oh, I got to get paperwork places. No. <laughs> Don't want to <laughs> yeah, do. Yeah, I know. And I think it, I mean, so where did it all start for you? Then let's do this. We've got, we've got a few minutes before the next break. So there. what what do you suggest somebody does? So let's say they're in a market that's maybe on its way up. Maybe it's been up for a while and they just, they don't, they're struggling to grow because they can't wear all the hats. So where does somebody, when is a good time for somebody to start a team? I mean, there might be no right answer. but Yeah, there probably isn't a right answer because let's be honest, it's not, it's not for everybody. Right. Some people can't stomach the idea of, you know, your first hire is always an admin. An admin, okay. So right. you go from it's, there first. It's always, always an admin. I know a lot of people right now are thinking, no, I need to find somebody who can do marketing stuff. No, 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 no. Your admin takes care of that. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, it truly is an administrative role as the first hire. Where some people struggle with these types of things, and I think in real estate, um, one topic that gets ignored is coaching. Yeah, um, yeah. I will tell you right now, my 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 real estate business and my personal life changed drastically when I hired a coach. Mm -hmm. um, my coach is Marianne Gillespie from Red right. Apple Coaching. That's right. Um, she is the most brilliant businesswoman I know. Um, I can tell you this, our team would not be where it is today wow. if we didn't have her. It's powerful. It's very powerful. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if, and I mean, I could point to it on an Excel sheet and show growth of business and, and profitability and different things like that. But I mean, um, that's probably when you, I guess when you really roll it back, <coughs> to me, that's the most important mm -hmm. component. And so what do you think? If you want to go to a high level, especially a yeah. team, because you are talking about high level business creation, right. you need help. Mm -hmm. Pro sports players have coaches. They have multiple coaches. Of course. We don't talk about it enough in our industry. So what do you think, if you could say, what do you think is a, one of the biggest takeaways of working with a coach? I mean, just systems, leadership. I mean, obviously it's all of guidance. them, but you know, guidance. Sometimes it's just you're having a crummy time and you need someone to talk to. True, yeah. Like, I'll be honest, man. Like, there, I've had times in my career where I've thought about pull and shoot. Mm -hmm. Where I'm just wow, like, this wow. feels so brutal. Like, why am I doing this? Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's just having somebody who, you know, has been helping you through the growth of your business, who they'll just listen. They won't necessarily say a whole lot. And then maybe at the end, they'll be, you know, they kind of slap you in the face. And it's yeah. like, they <laughs> remind together, you, remember, man. why are you pull actually doing this? Like, yeah. Yeah. great. You, you cried and you whined for a little bit. Now let's just pull up the socks and get back to the grind. Right. You know, I, I like um, where this conversation is going. Um, so l let's go to the break just a little bit earlier and uh, stay with us. We'll come right back. Hello, everyone. My name is Jermaine Chambers. 
and I'm very excited to tell you about the newest political and current affairs program coming here to Brampton. It's called On Point. The first step of true reconciliation is learning more about one another. Join us on Tuesdays from 4 p.m. to 5 p.m. as we discuss all the issues. I will never forget the trust you put in me. Municipal, provincial, federal, and any issue of national importance, we will talk about on On Point. So do join us. Okay, thanks for coming back, guys. Um, so if you're with us just before we went on to the break, we we're kind of talking about, uh, you know, pulling shoot. And, um, it's, and, and it's interesting that you brought that up um, because I'd be lying if it, it wasn't something that I thought of probably multiple times, I, I would say a week, but I'm going to say a day. A like you a get day. in a rut, right? <laughs> you like do. You have that week from hell. Yeah, I mean, honestly, nothing can touch you when you're on fire. Nothing can touch you. Even one deal, nothing can touch you. But it's so funny that, you know, even just one little, okay, home inspection came back. Um, okay, something, you know, there, there was a mix-up uh, somewhere along the way with the deal. Um, you know, maybe there was a miscommunication with clients. Maybe, um, I don't know, you got a really bad view, review on Facebook or Google or something like that. But there's other days, um, you know, where you're totally in love with your business. But on the days that you're not, I mean, how can we kind of, how can we handle that? Do you, do you know? Because I don't know. Well, for me, it's generally like if I'm, I mean, I, our business it's is a pretty deep question. big. Where it, like it takes a lot now for me to kind of like have a really off moment. Mm -hmm. Um but also, I mean, the benefit of having a team is like if 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 I am really in the wrong frame of mind, I can actually say I need to check out for a day. Yeah. I need to check out for half a day and make myself scarce because I'm just going to mm. do the business harm. But I think the key is is like when you, when like to prepare for moments like that because everyone's going to have it, right? Of Everybody course. will. Um, it's build a business so big that you can afford to have those moments, mm -hmm. and and it in the end doesn't really affect what you're doing, if that right. makes any sense. No, it does. Um, the, I guess the only thing, you just kind of got to step back and you got to remember why you got into this industry in the first place because, I mean, have you ever worked for somebody else before you got into real estate? Yes. Right? So did I. And I've had good experiences. Of like course I would I say, like, I, no, of course. I've actually, um, I'm going to say probably really the only, uh, the only gig that I didn't enjoy is I was working for a major financial institution. Mm -hmm. Um that lasted six horrendous months. Wow. Um, after that, though, when you really look at it, other than that job, every job I had was working for, call it a small or medium business, mm -hmm. was working for an entrepreneur. Yeah, man. Everything from like, so my father owned a hardware store in the building that we're in downtown where a team, mm -hmm. where a team operates out of. So, I mean, working for my dad when I'm 12 stocking shelves in the yeah. hardware store kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. um, to then, you know, the first job away from the nest mm -hmm. was working at a gas station where now gas stations are seem to be getting owned more in big chunks and groups by organizations, yeah. right? Yeah. But it was just, it was a mom and pop gas station. Right. Mm -hmm. Whereas like the owner was there 
for open, for close, popped in multiple times during the day. <coughs> um, I worked for a gentleman, um, Ron, who owned a company called Simply Mobile. He owned a bunch of Bell World yeah. stores. Um, he was a great guy to work, uh, work for, learned piles. I will say the one thing, and obviously because that's linked to, to Bell, their training was dynamite. And I yeah. think sometimes we forget the one benefit big corporations can bring is training. Mm -hmm. um, but it was always, it was they, the, other than the one, <laughs> I was always working for basically a small medium business, yeah. which I love, mm -hmm. which is also then kind of like going back to the whole business of the week thing. I'm fortunate. We've built an absolutely amazing real estate company. I work with some absolutely amazing human beings. Um, we have the ability to give back. And that's part mm -hmm. of also what our business of the yeah. week is. It's like not just creating content, but it's actually creating fun content that we enjoy. Of course. And obviously the business owners appreciate it. Hell yeah. And so so for, for the realtors out there that are looking to get started on something like, I know, oh my gosh, was it Buffini or get somebody? Get a coach. Just somebody, get a coach. They, yeah, but they Check your ego at the door and get a coach. Yeah, yeah. Ego uh, prevents people from doing it because they think they know everything. Mm -hmm. Then go look at your tax return. Yeah. And and that that sounds maybe a weird way of saying it, but our industry is pretty known for everybody walking around like we're millionaires. And I'm sure like, I mean, to a certain degree, you could say, I'm, I no, I will say that. I definitely act like it sometimes. Yeah. Sure. Because part of it is a show. But... Agreed. It's yeah, like I mean, but that that is part of what like of part course. of it, right? But it's like if you really want to get better, it's just like <laughs> I am not that smart. <laughs> I use that line I a mean, lot. <laughs> I I'm very good at at the concept of R and D, which I call rip off and duplicate. Mm -hmm. I can look at things and say, well, this makes sense, and I can I can deconstruct it and rebuild it in our world very easily. That's just. Yeah, I, I don't know why, but I can do that, mm -hmm. right? Um, but you have to have kind of like the honest internal conversation with yourself and say, okay, I, I want to make my business amazing. Well, if you've never made an amazing business, it's a hell of a lot harder grind than if you Agreed. get a coach who, again, is exposed to all these other people who have been through what you're mm -hmm. going through, and you can get there a lot faster. Yeah, Like, I'm convinced I could probably accomplish what I'm accomplishing um, without a coach, not at the speed at which we're accomplishing right. it. Right, and like earlier on, you said that how fast you were yeah. accomplishing what you wanted to do. Because right? it's accountability. They yeah. keep you accountable. They're not there to be your best friend. Yeah. And that gets clouded, I think, sometimes. Sometimes they yeah. are there to make you feel like garbage. Well, because that's the thing. I've heard so many people, obviously, I understand that investing in yourself leads to growth and success. Yes. But, you know, there's a lot of people that don't feel the same way, not necessarily because okay. they're ignorant. It just might be because just they're they connecting think. with the wrong people. Because yes. I've heard so many stories. Oh, my coach called me today, but all they wanted to do was talk about, you know, their breakup or, you know, yeah, their that's kids not, no. or something like that. So I, I think it's just, you know, try to get in touch with as many different people as you can that you know are making big leaps in their business and maybe even getting out, getting in touch with them while, when they're just starting that journey. Because you're just starting your journey and figuring out what works in those types of situations, I find are so strong. Because when I was looking for coaches, I was like, okay, well, they're working with these people who are massive. Like, how do I know that this just is an, an expense? Because they're, they're already making a ton of money. How, why would Some they would need a coach? Yeah. Right? But I think, you know, connecting with somebody who's just kind of getting on that journey is a smart idea. What do you think? Hell yeah. Yeah. 
and like you said earlier, that a coach not only like coaches are still going to be learning coaches while are just like an accountability partner. Yeah, it could be like in real estate, it could be somebody in the office where mm-hmm. you're like, okay, here are my goals. I think the problem is most people don't write down their goals. Most people don't do a business plan. Most people don't map out, you know, which we do an economic model. So it's you look at the previous year and you say, okay, you analyze the business. Where did everything come from? Yep. And you look at your numbers, even what was your average sale price on a home? What was your average GCI percentage dollar amount? I don't get clouded on percentages because I think they're nonsense because you could 10% of zero is zero. Mm-hmm. The doll, like dollars are yeah. oxygen for a company, right. right? So it's really the dollar revenue that you have to look at. <coughs> but the easiest way for somebody to just get started, it's finding a serious accountability partner mm-hmm. where you set ground rules. It's, I want to get this done this week. But before you can do the this week, you have to look at the this year. Mm-hmm. So it's in the next 12 months, I want to sell X homes. You divide that out and say, and you, let's just say 12, just easy math. I, like I said, I'm not the smartest one here. Right. Um, so you've got, you want to sell 12 homes. There's 12 months in the year. You want to do one a month. Mm-hmm. Great. Now then you look at that and you say, okay, one a month, how do I accomplish that? Back to real estate's nothing but lead generation, lead follow-up. Absolutely. And the problem is 99% of people don't follow up. Yeah. And the follow-up sometimes is just like, hi, hi, how are you? How can I help you? Yeah. Are you That's still looking it. to buy a house this year? That's it. Because like, you have all these online lead leads that, you've, that some would consider we dead have, leads. We have 1,800 people right now searching yeah. for homes on our IDX website. Yeah. 1,800. Yeah. And out of that 1,800, not like... Not a lot of them are buying. They're just curious. Absolutely. But they're in our pond. Of course. And it's important to keep them there. Yes. And sometimes it's just reaching out, saying hi. Mm -hmm. Hey, it's Matt calling from the Santa Cells Houses team. I noticed you looked at three properties in the Oak Ridge neighborhood. Just wondering, is now the time that you want to make a move? Mm -hmm. No, actually, it's not. I live in Oak Ridge, and I was just curious because I saw these homes sell. Perfect. Perfect. You know? And then it goes from there. Yeah. You know, so what would need to happen to make you move or whatever, right? So are you guys doing a lot of, uh, like, internet, uh, sorry, internet email campaigns with these with these leads as well? Or are you just kind of letting them search? We do, so we do have a MailChimp e-newsletter that goes out 26 times a year. Okay. Uh, content in it, 10% real estate, 90% community. Yep. Because your parents are the only people who care when you list a home and sell a home. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody else cares. Yeah, um, absolutely. But it's all, it's all content around the city. Um, our distribution list, I think we're around 12,000, and we fluctuate an open rate of typically around 23 to 26%. We've been as high as 46%. Yeah, nice. And, yeah. and I find everybody that I talk to, depending on what um, style of branding they, you know, pr- portray out there um like i said i'm i've got a five thousand six thousand list and i'm averaging about uh 47 percent but if you look at you know what i'm putting inside there's nothing you know i'll, I'll put a link hey click listen to the latest podcast yeah. but the majority is like what's going on in niagara on the lake the shaw festival yes. oh this winery is having a discount oh th- click here to Like you need to start the whining about real estate segment. And I don't know what that looks like. If you drink a bottle of local wine with somebody and talk, I don't know, but that would tie into Niagara on the list. Yeah, no, I agree. We we do have um, a segment called the wine estates club. 
Um, just the timing of year, we got our first winery in, and then just with the time, everybody got so Tough. busy. Yep. Um, so that's more of a winter thing that yep. we're probably going to be picking up uh, back in November. Um, well, I think that's it, man. That's that's basically all the time we have left. Cool. Uh, but it's that time of this particular segment where you plug yourself. So where can people find you? Uh, you know, where can people look at your videos, et cetera, et cetera? So where can people find us? Um, our more hardcore real estate stuff, Santa Sells Houses team, pretty much we're on every uh, social media platform with the exception of Snapchat. It yeah. just doesn't work in my world. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I j anyways, um, and then for our, um, truthfully for real estate agents who are out there trying to get some ideas on content, uh, go and search us out on Santa Knows Best. Yeah. Um, that's more the hardcore community focused stuff, which I believe is more, is the much more interesting side when we start right. talking content and, um, feel free to reach out to me, uh, direct message me on Facebook, Instagram, shoot me an email. I'm more than happy to help anybody with ideas or Good. explain, um, you know, maybe in a little bit more detail why we do specific things on some of our content. Yep. Um, you know, hit idea. me up on Facebook, Matthew Santagapita. I'm also on Instagram, Matt underscore Santagapita. Beautiful. Okay, guys, that's it for us today. Thanks again. Thank you. At Benjamin Law, we understand the real cost of personal injuries. As the victim of an accident, you may be the one who's physically hurt, but your main concern is that your family are the ones who will pay the price. Benjamin Law will be there for you, helping, supporting, and working tirelessly to resolve your personal injury case. Call 1-855-899-4878 or visit benjaminlaw.ca and let our family of lawyers help your family. Hello everyone, my name is Jermaine Chambers, and I'm very excited to tell you about the newest political and current affairs program coming here to Brampton. It's called On Point. The first step of true Reconciliation is learning more about one another. Join us on Tuesdays from 4 p.m. to 5 p.m. as we discuss all the issues. I will never forget the trust you put in me. Municipal, provincial, federal, and any issue of national importance, we will talk about on On Point. So do join us.